there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one homey page of Talmud every day. As we read today's page, Eruvin 73, we come across one of these seemingly small, insignificant sentences that actually raise questions that are quite earth-shatteringly profound. And here is the question. The Gemara asks, what is considered one's place of residence? Rav said, the place where he eats his bread. And Shmuel said, his place of sleep. Which really strikes me as a very elegant way of asking, what really is a home? There are few people who I would rather have help us resolve this deep existential issue than our guest today, Rabbanit Leasana, the Associate Director of Education and the Director of High School Programs at Drisha, and really one of the smartest and most delightful Talmudic commentators who I know. Thank you so much for being our guest. Thanks for having me. It's such a pleasure to be back in conversation with you. And so here's an easy question. What is a home? The place where we eat? The place where we sleep? Is Rav right? Is Shmuel right? Help us. I think there's some other things to consider, too. And in other places in Halakha, they come into play. I think permanence is another piece of it, right? You could rent a hotel room and sleep there and eat there, and you would not call it your home. But fascinatingly, the next line in the Gemara talks about people who are impermanent, talks about shepherds and fig watchmen and guardsmen and produce watchmen. And then the question is, well, do they establish their kind of primary Shabbat location by where they sleep or where they eat? Um, Would they prefer if someone actually brought them food to where they're staying? Or do they actually belong with the city, even though they're outside of the city? And that's kind of interesting because those people are all impermanent, not like they're permanent sleeping spot is in one place. And so how do these more kind of nomadic figures establish a home? That's kind of the next line there. But I think for me, permanence is a huge piece of home also. And then the other piece I would add in is agency. And the home is a place where you get to decide what happens. I actually spoke about exactly this line a year ago on Shabbat Hanukkah, where Hanukkah is this incredibly kind of home-based holiday. And, and, and the, the Parsha that we read on Shabbat Hanukkah every year is Parshat Miketz, where the word bayit appears just like an incredible number of times. And at that point, a year ago, it's so funny to reflect on it. I was just, I looked back at the drasha that I gave at a synagogue at Shabbat. And it was all about how we should, you know, we, people these days spend too much time at work and we should really be focusing more on our home lives and, <laughs> and not be running away from home to, to go to work. And it's so funny looking back at that now where work has moved into our homes. You got what you wish for. I know. Now I have maybe some regrets about not thinking about how that could lead to too little boundaries <laughs> because now we're not only we're eating and we're sleeping and we're working and we're everything all in this one place and that's actually you know complicated in its own way you sort of wonder whether this question arises from from the case of the Mishnah where it seems like at its face the Mishnah is describing a case where people are eating and sleeping in different places and then the Gemara actually goes on to say well maybe the Mishnah is actually talking about a place where they they're just getting their food from their father's home but bringing it back into their own home so actually they are eating and sleeping in the same place but you sort of like this idea that or like when people are working from home and they don't want to work on their dining room table because sort of need boundaries in that way. My dining room table is where I eat, not where I do my work all day. Fascinating. In other words, even now that that we're all homebound, we're still asking ourselves the same 
questions that the daf raises today, right? It's like, well, no, this will be the eating place and this will be the sleeping place. And they have to be very two different places, even though this may be a two-bedroom apartment, because otherwise it's just weird. These these boundaries matter. Yeah, and, and that's why the question is interesting, because if you ate and slept in exactly, meaning if you ate all your meals in bed, let's say, then this is not an interesting question because home would be the same because you eat and sleep. Like, there's no difference between the two answers. This is so interesting. Rabbanit Lassarna, thank you so much for being our guest. Thanks for having me. This has been Take One, a production of Tablet Magazine. If you enjoy this show, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or on whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafyomi. I'm your host, Leah Liebowitz. Our producer is Josh Cross, and our editor is Paul Ruest. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. I hope we've made your day a little bit more Talmudic, and we'll see you again soon. Thank you.